Welcome back, everybody. It's the Buzz Up Five. You got us again. We're not canceled yet. We're not canceled because uh, nobody really listens. So, you know, you can't get canceled if uh, none of what Mickey says is heard. But, uh, yeah, and also because uh, we're able to edit it. Yeah, we do. Mickey makes Omar's job single handedly way harder. I will say that. That's the ed- editor of this podcast. Uh, but yeah, let's 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 start with Maddie. Maddie, how you doing, man? How you feeling? Uh, doing well. It was a good week. Uh, Chelsea pulled through at the last minute there, so I was a uh, you know. Big God damn it! I know, I know. There's still a team. <laughs> I got yeah. people in. We should get into that later. Help with that <laughs> schedule. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, other than that, though, uh, great week. Got out. Uh, actually went ice skating up in the mountains. So. Hey. Yeah. Um, but uh, and I'm not much of, of a an ice skater, so it was it was interesting. That's yeah. Not yeah. Who, man? Yeah, hey, yeah. With, with who? Matt's dating corner. Huh? Let's go. Yeah, it was good. Yo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Good for you, Maddie. And just a fun fact for our listeners. Matt's senior quote, seriously, this is crazy, senior quote, was heat waves and freaking me out. That's his senior quote. Nope. Yeah. Nah. I don't know. Hey, I, I recall that too, yeah. Cody. I yeah. saw that. I was he there predicted for the glass animals hit song. <laughs> Dude, who is, how old is this kid? <laughs> seriously. Hey, well, you know, you're a year older now, Mick. You, you had a birthday. How you feeling at uh, age 30 now, right? Why are you going to shout it out to the rafters? Because I'm, I'm terrified, man. I'm next. Yeah, I can't think of Sam, <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, it's scary up here, being over that bridge of three. <laughs> um, but, yeah, good week. Uh, Liverpool, we're in it, man. Like the game today against Man City. God just... damn! <laughs> we are in it. Um, yeah, so, so, so tight. Every game is uh, super important. we got Arsenal Wednesday. Every game, you, we still feel like we have to win, obviously. Man, uh, but we're playing you know, we're games. Not, we're not, um, we're not necessarily playing very well, but um, yeah, that's a little bit concerning. But grinding out results and uh, yeah, we're positive on so far. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, big fucking huge game, huge game for Man U actually is your game against uh, Arsenal because we decided to actually turn it up this week. Um, I do want to point out, I don't think it's a coincidence, but once Mickey t- turned 30, he blew his knee out again. So uh, th- thoughts and prayers to that meniscus. Sorry, sorry. Omar, how you doing, bro? Barcelona just scoring four goals every game. Yeah, it's like Chavi's method. You score beat teams by four and, and do it well. It's, it was it was another beautiful performance by, by Barcelona. The game was done, honestly, in the 30th minute. Um, they were up 3 nothing. And after that, it was just tiki-taka. They were dancing. You guys should look up this this thing Gabi did where he had a defender on it. He flicked it up, and then he flicked it over him and then beat another defender. Like, they were just having fun, like, the whole rest of the second half. We put in, Chavi put in all five subs in the second half, and they're just uh, getting ready for the second leg with Galatasaray. Um, but it was a good weekend. It was it's a good weekend here. Um, not much to report yeah, on All right, weekend, okay. Uh, Oh, good. I mean, good for you guys, man. You know it's good when you get the Ole chance and it's still the first half. Yeah. Um, yeah, so good to hear that Barcelona's doing a little bit better. They got a, they still got a hill to climb, and uh, we got a big game this weekend. But, um, man, Sam, how are we feeling? Uh, going to be one of the best weeks, right? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> uh, obviously, you know, definitely from United. But, no, you know, a little topsy-turvy. Obviously, how terrible we were against City and then, 
Um, but you no, know, great, just overall performances, we'll get into it. Um, from a lot of players in the United game and just sort of great end-to-end and great result and uh, not more fitting than how it was. So um, yeah, it was great uh, to see that. Um, you know, obviously you mentioned you know, Mickey, you know, over, turning over 30, it's not good when you start looking at soccer leagues uh, or the over 30 leagues. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, questioning your existence God, at that man, point. No. Uh, but no, otherwise, uh, uh, yeah, so excited to get into, into, into the uh, chat about United game and, uh, uh, you know, another week closer to that stag, so getting more and more excited. Yeah, I'm really pumped. Uh, I got the surprise that all of us had talked about before. I've watched uh, so much soccer this week, so I- I'm very excited for this. And, and yeah, United gets a win, so, you know, I'm doing all right. We just, uh, Maddie and I, we bought uh, Mario Golf, so we've been uh, we've been hitting the back nine lately. Yeah, that sounds good. That's, it is fun. so much fun. It's surprisingly so much fun. Yeah, yeah. 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 That sounds so fun. You actually, have to do a golf swing, or is it just you? Can. Uh, you can, you can, yeah. Ah, you don't just sit on the couch so, and like flick your something. Who's, who's better? <laughs> who's better? I got. Uh, we're we're in a tough matchup right now. I'm up up by I think two. That's this we're game, bro. That's this game. Yeah, Matt beat me twice yesterday. Yeah. Fucking Waluigi use an ass. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, Waluigi, you okay. look at Waluigi, man. I'll take it. Goddamn. I don't know if you should. All right, let's get into it, boys. We had a couple uh, a couple midweek games here, and uh, no surprise here. Village, or not Villa. Uh, Leeds drop another one. Villa gets a 3 0 win. Yeah, another great, great win, great performance for the for the Villa boys. They were definitely picking up a little bit of role. You know, Coutinho again, just showing how great of a, a signing he is. Um, um, and yeah, just an overall good performance. Obviously, we get into the other game, not not as great, but um, you know, I think if I was a Villa fan overall, I'd be pretty happy with how this season's going. And then just also just the future prospect, especially going into next season. I think they'll definitely have higher expectations next season. I feel like they'll be. Fairly busy in the transfer window as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, we'll see some more big names come in, and hopefully Coutinho stays as well, and uh, just become another exciting mm-hmm. team to watch. Yeah, they look solid. Uh, even in the in the second game they had mm-hmm. against West Ham, um, the first couple. I don't know. We'll get into more on that, but even in that game, I thought they would win that game for sure after watching them in the first couple of minutes. But um, yeah, not just uh, Luis and. Watkins and Coutinho, I feel like they're all just building chemistry with one another, and I just, I'm just upset that Coutinho didn't play like that at Barcelona. I guess it must be the Premier League. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it could be. It's, it is very different playing styles, as as it's kind of, it seems apparent, but it's really apparent when you see the same player just like thrive in a you know a different um, sort of atmosphere. I feel like his role, his role at Villa now. I, I don't think that he had that role, you know, last. Like he was in a role that he couldn't thrive That's in. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and it just never connected. But. Yeah, it's just different, just complete different systems at Barca, yeah. isn't it? And you have so many. There's there's probably a few players on that team that would like Coutinho, you know, in in terms of his playing style. So it's hard for him to squeeze in there. At Villa, though, he's he's the main guy, you know? No, that, that's a good point. I, and it feels like he's actually, like, trusted to do that, like, yeah, he, uh, people have belief in them, him, and yeah. In Barcelona, they he would play out of position. You know, he would play as a left winger yeah. a lot of times. Um, so I feel like we—that's a good point. We probably didn't, u- or the coaches didn't utilize him to his full potential. Yeah, he seems to be thriving in those, you know, those kind of small spaces there. Um, just those quick little touches, and 
you know, a lot of his goals are just like a quick toe jab, but he gets on the end of it. Um, but yeah, he's just so quick. Those small touches he does and how quick he's able to switch directions, yeah. like in that aspect of it, I don't see a lot of players that I would just watch him last couple of games and just the way he's able to switch directions right away and do those little quick cuts are like, wow. He's uh, he's emulating, you know, how he was at Liverpool. He was, he was the reason why Barcelona paid so much money for him, like how he's playing now. I forgot, like, we for, I forgot about that. Like, I, I forgot that he was actually good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, tried, you tried to bring him down, but Coutinho said no. So did Gerard, too, that took him in. Hey, and honestly, though, this is good for Barcelona because if he does well, then we'll be able to sell him because he's still on loan. Uh, so I know Barcelona is in dire need of money. So him doing well is actually good for the club because we'll be able to. Is that not an option? I think for Villa, Villa to buy. Yeah, it's a forty million. I mean, Villa's got the money after million, the yeah. fucking uh, what's his name. I think they'll do it for sure. They should pay that. Yeah, I just saw some yeah. an article too. I just realized that it went through like the the order rank the order from the. The owners, the richest owners, from like you know twentieth to first, and Villa are like fifth. They got like the fifth richest owner in the whole Premier League. Oh. I had no idea. Oh yeah. shit! No idea. And shout out to Villa too. They got regulated not too long ago, so you do like to see them come bounce back and kind of thrive. Uh, we've seen a couple teams like that kind of start to break that barrier. I remember like Swansea had a year, Leeds last year, where you're like, okay, like these guys could, you know, they could break the top ten, top eight regularly, and then Swansea you know, drop off. Going back to like yeah. 2014 or what? <laughs> no, I really am like that way back. But that was like when I first started watching soccer, that was like the first example um, that I had seen. So, yeah, way back. Uh, <laughs> nah, Swansea, Swansea are like Watford, you know? Yeah. Welsh <laughs> legends. They got Renato uh, Sanchez. I actually like, as a weird, we're on Swansea. Uh, their new logo is dope. I really like it. <laughs> I don't see it. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, bring back QPR though. I want oh, Queens Park Racers. <laughs> get the Park Racers. Yeah, I'd like to see Nottingham get up or Blackburn too. It'd be cool. Um, what about Hull City? About Wednesday, though? dude. Let's get Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, Sheffield Wednesday. That thing kind of annoyed me. Oh goodness. Uh, well, Wolves get a much needed bounce back win uh, over Watford. As Wat, I mean, last week we talked Watford. They put they got what two goals on Arsenal. One was a bike. We're like, yeah, this game could go anywhere with Wolves kind of struggling. But Wolves just put it down, and I texted Omar early in the week, and I was like, this Neves goal was bananas. Yeah. Oof. Did you? Did any of the other boys? Yeah, I didn't get to see it. Go ahead and describe it. So it was just a beautiful so – the, the goalie was out a little bit, but not a lot. I think it was from – was it from a, a, from a corner, like a head off a corner? From like the, yeah, from like the corner of the box, mm-hmm. on the top of the box. And then from there, he just saw the goalie come up, and he purposely, like, just beautifully chipped it to the back of the left corner. And they were just, like, perfectly – a perfect lock. He was it a shot there, or did it, like – was it meant to be a cross? No, no, he no, chipped it's it. like – Damn. You know, how, you know how there's times when you're like, ah, that could have yeah. been a cross? Like, you know, this one, he, you can tell that he kind of looked up. And purposely did that, which made it like yeah, he had like a a fake shot stopped, and like you never, at least I don't ever see like pressure on a player or like a high pressure scenario where they chip a goalie. Usually, it's like the you know possession gets switched quick. You see the keeper out, you chip, but the pressure was on. Like there's 11 people in the box, it seems like, and he just looks up, chips him, 
over the corner into the 90, and it was one of my favorite goals I've seen this season. That was like when Rooney scored a goal like that, didn't he? For United a while back. Um, He was quite far out. Isn't that the one? Isn't that the one that put in the box? That's the one that put in the box. Wait, That's Rooney is pressing a goal. Yes, that's what it is. Let's go with the pressure. <laughs> Not that goal. <laughs> I don't know if you'll be offended by that. God damn. Uh, well, let's get, I mean, guys, Newcastle, we talked about them earlier. They haven't lost since, I think, like December or something. They win again. They beat the Southie boys. Southie boys having a tough week this week. Uh, 2-1 win, just two early goals. They gave up one before half, and uh, they held on to it. Yeah, a couple of big goals from yeah, big players, good. right? I mean, you know, Chris Wood getting his first goal and uh, Bruno as well. So um, I think just Newcastle fans in general will just be happy both of those guys are on the score sheet. I haven't gotten to see a lot of uh, Bruno. Uh, Guimaraes, or uh, how do you say? Have you guys gotten no, to watch him play? Or, or I saw him for the second half. Uh, How's he look? Right? Boys. So he's a center mid. I thought he was like mm. a defender. But um, he's very, he's got a lot of work. One thing I noticed about him is his work rate. He's very, um, mm. he's a good athlete and he will chase the ball down and he's quite solid uh, on the defensive end. So that's, that's the okay. biggest thing I noticed of him. Um, he's also got, you know, a skill and ability. Like his goal against the Southie boys was a was a, a back heel kind of thing. Mm. So, um, yeah, he's definitely a good signing for him. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be really fun to see him develop. Hopefully he develops into a consistent player for them. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's crazy because I we, we talked about it and we talk about it every week. Like, I don't feel like they brought that many people in and then Trippier gets hurt too. No. I mean, Wood gets the goal here and... I don't know. They just seem to be – I mean, we'll get to it later, but they barely lost to Chelsea. So, I mean, props to them. Just, that's just a team with confidence, and it's uh, it's kind of cool to see given how low they were um, earlier this year. Yeah. Southie boys are kind of doing what Southie boys do, you know. They they were really good. You can't see them losing, really, or dropping points. And now they've lost – I don't even know. But they're not. They're actually not playing a well, and it's kind of, ah, oh, come on, man. Yeah. This could be a top team with consistency. It's it's definitely hurting my feelings for sure, because um, I I almost bought a Ward Prowse jersey earlier this week. Oh man, um, <laughs> you did? Oh yeah, yeah. I've been trying to get a jersey for a couple of years. And I'm like, I should probably pull the trigger. Um, but yeah, t- tough loss for Southie boys. I don't think they played especially bad, but it's just one of those games. You know, you go down a couple goals quick, and you know they got the goal before half, which you think, like, all right, they're coming in, but nothing. They they couldn't get anything going in the second half. Um, but yeah, the aforementioned Chelsea, we mentioned them. Uh, they concede to the worst team in the league, which is great. But they end up winning. They they end up on the best side of this one, three to one win over Norwich. And it, it was pretty much after this game that the sanctions were uh, kind of dropped down on Roman Abramovich and Chelsea's club as a whole. So um, I'm just I'm just going off of what I know. I'm not reading anything. So you guys feel free to jump in if you know um, any details that I don't. But from what I know is their sponsor three pulled out. They don't want to be a sponsor right now. I think Trivago said they'll step in because it's not the club. It's the owner. Um, the UK freezed all of their money or froze all their money uh, and assets. So they can't make any re-signings. They can't make any transfers. Uh, and I believe they have sanctions on the fans, right, Mickey? 
They do. Yeah, so you can't you can't buy new tickets to games. Um, so only at home games, only season ticket holders can watch. Um, and then no, you can't have any fans at the away games because they're not selling tickets. What? Yeah, they're, just, they're selling tickets because they, they're, they're cutting off that source of revenue. The government wants to be in control of all the money, basically, um, until it's bought, which there was a bid today, I believe. Oh, was there? Yes. We, we, yeah, the guy we saw uh, earlier, Matt, remember? Yeah. The New York, uh, the the New York Jets owner? Because I saw he was trying to put a. It was some. Um, it's a Saudi. It's some Saudi group. Oh, it's okay. a Saudi oh. oh, it's the same Saudi group that owns Man City. <laughs> I don't think it's the same. No, there's more Saudis. No, and what I will say on that front, though, like I don't know if you guys have seen some of the questions coming up to the owners of, uh, or the manager rather of Newcastle, but Saudi Arabia's they're in their own war too. Like they're doing some bad shit too. I guess what we're kind of learning through all this is like. We're caring about this Russian invasion on Ukraine because it means something to the U.S. But there's a lot of—I don't mean to get political—but there's a lot of other countries doing oh, no, horrible true. shit to other countries, oh, yeah. and we don't care yeah. about it because that it doesn't true. affect our country that we live in. Yep. Um, so it was a really good question that that reporter had asked the manager of Newcastle. He's just the manager; he doesn't really know. But um, I, I feel like if another Saudi group buys a team, they're kind of going to be in another situation. So I, I wonder what um, just the government thinks of that, and if they can. You know, can they choose their own buyer? Where does the money go if they buy the club? Does it still go to Roman Abramovich? Yeah, Abramovich was saying that he was looking at donating, but I don't know if this still holds the the sale of the money to uh, victims in uh, Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. But he also he also tied in Russian soldiers, like it's it's Ukraine related activities. So he tied in like money going to the rush the fallen russian soldiers families and things like that so it's not exactly in line with yeah what (laughs) the government prefers they almost like (laughs) i don't think it's like the fine print it's like the fine print (laughs) yeah Yeah, they just uh the the government stepped in because they just don't want abramovich to decide a they don't want him to get any like a penny of the the money from the from the sale uh but also they want to control where it goes that's why they stand yeah. in with everything. But, but that is – sorry, Sam. I don't mean to interrupt That's you, crazy. but that is crazy. Like how is he not going to get the money from this when it still was his team? He's willing to sell it. Yeah, that's what I said. I was going to say like it's tough because obviously yeah, no. he, he made the decision to sell obviously before the sanctions came in. Um, and, you know, I mean, obviously we don't know him personally. I don't, we don't know like exactly what his ties are um, to, to the Russian government. Obviously, he's been living in England for 20 years and, and running Chelsea, obviously doing them well. Um, but now, because of that, because of frozen assets, like he can't sell the club yet while this is ongoing because obviously that's seen as a, as a an asset, like a source of revenue. So they're kind of in this limbo uh, of, of, you know, kind of going day by day, you know, like uh, Peter Cech was saying, um, you know, not sure. You know, I mean, they're, they're questioning how they're even going to travel the team to Lille uh, in a couple of days. Yeah, these are like kind of real world like issues anyway to regular people. I mean, you just don't think of it obviously at a, a huge franchise club like bus train, fucking walking at this point. Who knows? Um, you know, it, it's just it, it's like it's tough because obviously you know Chelsea themselves and Chelsea fans and players obviously they're not, not related to it at all. You know, it's a bad kind of uh, scenario all around, but at the same time, you know, it, it makes sense. You know, you got brought in about the Saudi Arabian groups as well. Uh, the thing with Saudi Arabia too is they're not going to like, 
they have a, a lot more money than pretty much anyone else in the world, but they're not, they don't have a, a military to you know, invade another country, right? I mean, that's just tiny. Mm-hmm. They don't, they just don't have that. But obviously, they could have dirty money. They could, you know, do other, you know, break other laws and, you know, inhumane uh, acts uh, in their own country, things like that. And, and it's just, a, it's, it's, it's difficult. I think there's a moral difficulty, I think. Even when the Newcastle owners came in, I think there was a, a question, even just with Premier League fans in general, but also just Newcastle fans, it's like, oh, you know, it's great for the club. They're bringing the money. They're going to bash. We're going to get play good players. We may be a team, you know, that can get to Europe and win things. But it's, it's like that dirty money in a way, you know, it's that that money that, that was made on the backs of inhumane acts and uh, yeah it's it's tough um you know but the fact it does put a you know maybe sucks to chelsea but it does put a i think maybe puts them in check a little bit too even though they're not thinking about invading another country but just on the acts that they're doing that the uk government um you know, or, you know, premier league in general aren't gonna um just let things slide by and will put a club under um, I mean, if they do it to a club as big as Chelsea, um, then the current world club champions, I mean, it could be anyone. So, yeah. Do you, do you guys feel like um, maybe uh, it should be like English or local British people that, that should be buying the club? Like, is there any, like that, is there a feeling that way that it shouldn't be like international investors anymore involved in the Premier League? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Matt's probably the best one to answer this or any of the Brits, actually. I'm probably the, what I'm saying is I'm the worst person to answer this, uh, <laughs> but I will say it's like, it's, it's an international sport. They have a ton of international players. Mind you, they might have a little bit more English players than any other players, but I feel like it, it should be up to whatever the club's direction wants to go. Um, and, and this is kind of off topic of your question, Omar, but I, I do want to say, mm-hmm. I, I feel, I feel for the players and some of the people involved in Chelsea's club, because the reflection of the country of the owner of the club is kind of that image is getting pushed on the players as if, you know, they're in a bad spot too. You know, they've done nothing wrong and, and they're just playing the sport they love and they're getting paid to do it. And, um, you know, I, I just hope that none of them feel that pressure of, you know, shitty things that are happening because the person that owns the club, you know, and a random note that I was reading, I don't know how, I'm not saying this is fully true, but I read that uh, because of these sanctions, Chelsea has like a very tight budget now on on travel for the players. So I read somewhere that a lot of the players are going to have to take EasyJet or Ryanair to away games and we're going to have to stay in like... Really I mean, like they can pay like for their own shit. shit. They don't have to take the fucking... What's it? What? That's what... Oh, Ryanair is like, isn't that like the worst on spirit, Europe? <laughs> Like yeah, the Europe. <laughs> what, do, what do you think, Matt, about this? Uh, I heard though that Mason Mount and one other player though they take they they took salary reductions or stopped. Oh, is he trying to be oh, temporarily stopped that? Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, um, I don't know. I can't see Mount doing that. He seems like a bit of a cat. <laughs> we got serious for a fucking seven minutes. That's all we got. <laughs> That kid pays a thousand bucks for the <laughs> Um, Matt, we want to hear your thoughts on this whole Chelsea thing. Oh, oh man, uh, it's it's just an interesting place. Uh, I don't know because it's just a big question. You still hope for the best for Chelsea, you know, when I watch him and I still, you know, have spirit and everything. But it's just it's interesting to 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 think about the future of the club. Just thinking about how the 
know, we're not going to be able to buy players. We're really going to have to rely on Academy. And I do think that would be actually really cool. Uh, last time it happened to Frank, um, you know, it turned out pretty well for us. So I'm kind of interested to seeing um, on how we're going to have to use our resources and maybe call back some lone players like Gallagher. I'm interested in seeing him play on that uh, an actual uh, the squad. Here's yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's going to be some interesting mixing up, and, and that's cool. I'm excited about that. Um, but I am uh, – yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I guess I'm, I'm just nervous to see if this is going to put us in, uh, in a tight, in a tight area, um, talent wise. Maybe a couple of years uh, down the line, um, just because we're not going to be able to maybe build and afford uh, as, as we used to or as we usually do. Um, but or I, even, or even this year, Matt, like to stay focused on the games at hand right yeah, now. Yeah. Like Chelsea's in a tight spot, battling for third. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, we were we were already in a tight spot before this, and now with this added on, it's just like you know, if, if we say top three, four, five, you know, I, I got to con- consider it kind of kind of lucky. I don't know um, because it's a lot yeah, of pressure on players. You know, great. we we have no idea what they're going under. What, you know, the team talks that they have, uh, what they're told to say, what they're told not to say. Um, yeah. I'm guessing it's it's a lot of pressure on them um, psych- psychologically. Um, and then having to, yeah, yeah. to play in the yeah, fucking yeah. Premier League, you know, inside their normal day-to-day job. Uh, so can only feel for what they're going through. I think it's unfortunate um, the situation that the team is put in. Uh, I like Omar's question, should it stay local buyers? And I think in an ideal world, I would be happy to, to, to figure out that uh, someone, you know, locally wanted to buy it just because it seems like it brings that much um passion and spirit in you know to the club and the, the community but pride a lot yeah, of pride yeah pride and so i do i really think that that's going to happen no like cody said it's international football um and that this is the price of the club you're going to have to go, you're, you're i feel like yeah. you're going to have to yeah. go international I, I i know there's super frank to take out a couple <laughs> of dude that would be amazing <laughs> if you did um, so yeah, just just an interesting an interesting uh, place to sit as a Chelsea fan, you know, just kind of going game by game, um, and just you know happy whenever we do get the results. Like I said, third I think this season would be almost a victory just for everything that's happening around the club. The club is yeah, and the buzz side five right now is calling it. We're calling on the Queen of England to buy Chelsea. So if you could just he's put in a bid. It's a it's a true uh, test for uh, fans though. I would say, yeah, new test of a. Yeah, of I mean, I mean, if someone leaves because we're not pulling top talent, uh, like we used to, then you know, fuck them. If you're <laughs> a true fan, it shouldn't be a problem. It's no brainer. Exactly. Yeah, it's going to be. Like, you mentioned obviously, uh, uh, you know, but the, the other true test comes too as well. You know, no doubt because uh, it's so getting close to the summer window that other clubs are going to take advantage of what's going on. Like they're going to try mm-hmm. to swoop. Uh, you know, you got to try and keep a hold of these big players, and, and you're not going to be able to. Um, yeah. So other clubs are definitely going to take advantage of that uh, and, and go ahead and, and take them. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, a better question might be, Sam, who's in a worse financial situation, Barcelona or Chelsea? <laughs> I think I think at this point, Chelsea, because Barcelona at least – like yeah, they don't have their overdraft like, fees right now. <laughs> I think I think Barcelona they hit their low and they're starting to come back, whereas Chelsea are going down and we don't know how far down it's going. Yeah, there, you know? yeah. So I think yeah. right now it's 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 currently Chelsea. 
I just want to end this quick segment on. on what a thought! What a thought! Yeah, what a right? turnaround! Jesus Christ! I, I like I said. I just want to end this segment on a kind of a controversial take. This is my thoughts, not everybody else's. Uh, but I do want to say, like, for some of the Russian athletes that are speaking out against their government, uh, it sucks that some of them are getting, you know, like shit on because you know. As an American, my government does a lot of shitty things. That's not my choice. I just happen to be born here, and I can do the best I can to make this place better and vote better and do better things. But some of the Russian players that, you know, or all athletes that kind of feel this, it sucks for them because they oppose the war publicly, which is scary because they just fucking kill people in Russia for doing that. Um, I don't know if you've seen, like, like a, they had their Russian Jimmy Fallon said something, and then he was canceled immediately that night. So uh, I do want to give props to any of the you know Russian athletes or influencers that are saying something against um, what's going on with their government because that's the best you can do and and try to create some kind of uprising. But it's that's terrifying to live in an environment like that. Yeah, respect, respect. Yeah, I do feel for it's like some of the the Russian people that have nothing to do with it and really want good in the world that are also being seen as like part mm-hmm. of this because you do see all those protests and also people that are, are so against it and, are, and like this is being done with nothing they can do so that feeling must must feel shitty for sure. that for sure all right let's get let's get a little bit lighter uh let's go to the the next game liverpool it's not pretty they get it done two nil two goals for each team they played brighton and hove albion mickey you're still in it yeah, what can I say? We played against 24, uh, 22 men, you know, those two teams. Yeah, it's not free. We're not, you know, we, we, I think Brighton ended up with more possession, you know. It's That's crazy. crazy. But yeah, deep, uh, we, it looked like we actually sat back a bit after we got the first goal and, and even more so the second goal, uh, which is, again, not typical. But, yeah, it definitely seems like we're in a bit of slump after that cup final against... Chelsea, but we're still grinding out the results. Um, you know, with those top players, Luis Diaz, his pace, you know, his energy. Yeah, he's so fun he's to watch. How he do? But yeah. I can't believe you guys are calling it a slump, though, after a 2 0 win against a, a pretty decent Brighton team, though. It's a slump in terms of how, how we're playing or how we're getting the win, you know? It's not, as, it's not as high energy. It's not as clinical either. Like some of our passes are a bit wayward. The touch in from Mane, and, for example. Um, our shooting, like Salah, he should have scored between now and the cup final. He should have scored at least five more goals in the Premier League. You know, like he is missing some chances he would usually put away. Um, same for other players that are uh, missing good shots too. But so it went from uh, heavy metal to like acoustic. <laughs> <laughs> that would uh, somebody, somebody pinned that. It went from Metallica to Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna sort that. Um, well, but yeah, I mean, I have to say, what you was it not a sending off though, the keeper on Diaz? It's yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, it's I mean, you feel like the keeper has a right, obviously, to put a limb out to try and grab the ball, and it happened also fast. Um, that's that was like my take on it. I guess was that he was obviously just trying to throw any limb he could um, to to get it. Um, and obviously he didn't get it. Diaz got it in. Luckily Diaz was okay. He wasn't wasn't hurt because uh, obviously it did look like a bad collision at first. Um, it's tough though. I think like obviously anywhere any other player on the field, obviously uh, you can't do that. So it's going to be a red. But obviously the goalkeepers have a slightly different set of rules. 
for that, the fact that they can obviously use their arms in that situation, and he just timed it wrong. I think the whole the goal, whole good goalkeeper situation was, was he just it was just terrible. I mean, he timed the whole thing wrong, came for it at the wrong point. Um, you know, didn't really fully commit, gave Diaz a chance, and obviously Diaz took a chance of it. So, um, I think the yellow. I mean, it's probably the right call overall. I would say. No, I mean, well, that's why I think it's uh, it warranted. Did he get? Yeah, a I think got yellow. Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. I thought it warranted a red because it was so reckless. Like he, his arms weren't near the ball, and he's the goalkeeper, right? You know, he stuck a leg out. It was a knee. It was yeah. a knee to the chest or near to the head too, because yeah. he had to head it. Yeah, I, I mean, it was just a reckless, reckless challenge at high impact. I feel well. like a lot I, of keepers I, do that to protect themselves yeah. too. You gotta need him in he the head. Like, like a... He his his body, his torso was to the side. He stuck a leg out. And it's the leg that I guess what I'm up. saying, Mickey, is goalies are just a weird breed. I think we all can agree that every goalie that I ever had was a weird guy. Yes. No, and my dad always talked about how as a goalie, like, whenever he went up to, like, grab a ball in the box, he always put a knee mm-hmm. up, you know? Like, you always want to, like, care, take care of your body because otherwise you might, like... I think if, obviously, if, D- if Diaz missed... Yeah. Put, an, put the elbows yeah. out. Put the if Diaz out. missed, then um, that would have been... You know, it would have been a penalty, and it should have been a penalty on top of the yellow card. But it's, it's hard because just obviously the, the you know, and, and you know, I feel like some people keepers may expect too for the attacking player to just not commit because usually the 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 goalkeeper that's going to be more committed than the attacker is, the attacker will back off. But obviously, you know, he has obviously full credit to him for sticking with it and getting a goal out of it, and you know, obviously it was crucial. So it's tough. I mean, we had that one incident when it was a couple last season or a couple of seasons ago. Um, I forgot which which player kind of really badly collided with the with the goalkeeper. Uh, I think. Oh, you mean when Petr Cech fractured his skull? No, it was like last season. Or, uh, I don't know who it was. Was it Raul Jimenez? Was that with the goalie too? <laughs> no, I don't think he was. Did he get Drogba got knocked out by a goalie too? He got punched in the head. I'm just trying to think of all these goalie injuries. I think I ended up being like a yellow in yeah. the penalty and stuff. So. There's a little bit more leeway, I think, with what's considered reckless or not with goalkeepers. They just didn't even look at it. Yeah, I was just surprised, man. Just because looking at the replay, uh, it was just—I just thought it warranted at least a look, and then possibly a red. But, yeah, I agree with you. Goalkeepers are a different breed. There, a bit irritating. One time, I beat the shit out of the goalkeeper on my own team. Oh my god, I remember that. I would never forget that story. <laughs> You're letting goals, man. That's terrible. That's yeah. the most Mickey story. I, mean, I might have pushed him and kicked him once, but that was it. <laughs> such a bully. Yeah, he, I guarantee you he didn't play soccer again. <laughs> God damn. Well, ship, guys, Buzz and Boys get it done again. I don't know if I predicted them. I, I have a feeling I didn't predict them to win. Matt, you can check that over. Uh, Ivan Tony, two goals. So, last two games, Ivan Tony's got five goals. Uh, big win over Burnley. Now, Burnley's finding themselves mm-hmm. in a slump. Yeah, I, I picked Brentford for this one. Again, it was just, uh, I think the big uh, star player, again, was uh, you know just Christian Eriksen and his presence uh, in that team. I mean, it's such a standout compared to the rest of the team. And even yeah. just even the opposition, obviously, they were playing Burnley. Like, he just, he's just like just, just standout. He calmed everything down when it needs to be calmed down. You know, he just played more short, picked out good passes, um, got that assist for the... You know, for the Brentford goal, because it was kind of stalemate for a little while, for, for a long time actually, uh, until that. I and mean, it was just a 10 point cross straight to where it, who it needed to be to uh, to get that go ahead goal. So, um, 
you know, he, I think he's certainly making his impact and obviously looks like he's doing well. Um, physio is able to sit down a little bit, so <laughs> doing good. It's, it's good to see. So we'll see how long, obviously, the the train, the Ericsson train continues. Yeah, big win for Brentford. Um, they sit 15th right now, two wins in a row. Uh, they're one point off of uh, Newcastle, and they play Leicester next, which is, which is actually a really good game. So that's exciting to see. No, it's a big one. game for both of us. Uh, we had another big game, a ton of implications. Um, it's basically the, the, the derby of the most two inconsistent teams. Uh, and <laughs> goddamn, boys, the GOAT does it again. Ronaldo one, Ronaldo two, Hattrick. All great goals. Manchester United gets the win over Tottenham three to two. Even though one of those goals was Harry Maguire's. Dude, honestly, like watching this game, but he would he becomes the leading goal scorer of all time, um, and then gets a hat trick at the same time. Almost a perfect one. His performance, it was just like it was just like watching Ronaldo classic. You know what I mean? So it was yeah. Just, it was really cool. It was a, it was a great game to see. I thought they were all going to be tappings, and then I watched the highlights, yeah. and I was like, <laughs> Jesus. wow. That first goal? Yeah, yeah ripped like, it. Boy still here. got it. Boy still got then it. Then that header, too? Man, that boy, like, hit that. Yeah, it took me back to that Champions League semifinal goal against Porto in 2008. Not as far out, but still a rocket. Uh, boy, they go in. So, no, overall, yeah, just, just – it's, it's again, it's hard to, uh, I, you know, I think only a bit more. Just as a United fan, you feel so great, obviously, in the moment, um, you know, when it's so, but it's just hard to, you know, go into the next game knowing what we're going to be like. Uh, but there was a lot of differences this game than any, I think, of the previous games. It's probably been overall one of the best performances of the season. Um, just I feel like a lot of players stepped up um, to, to the moment. Obviously, Ronaldo did, like just obviously vintage. You know, Sancho is just carrying on his run of form, doing extremely well. Um, you know, constant threat down that wing. Um, Fred had a really good game. Um, you got a nutmeg. When Fred gets, when Fred nutmegs you, uh, you, uh, it's just, you just. Yeah, fr- hey, Fred had a great game. Um, he had a great game. Fred's, he's been playing well, I feel like. Yeah, well. <laughs> Yeah, he heard enough. He heard enough shit from the uh, people. Yeah, Pogba did well. Matic did well. I thought the Pogba new haircut too. I thought the wingbacks had the great. They had the great game. Tellez probably one of the best games I've seen him play overall, his performance wise. Uh, Dallo had a really good game on the other side. Um, Maguire did. Maguire was just what he normally does, but um, he had a round kind of back, <laughs> backing him up a little bit. Um, Put Phil Jones in. <laughs> I know. Rashford was a little quiet, but he didn't really. You know, he did better than he has done recently. Not his best, but he was. Okay, um, you know, so it was just a great um, you know, team uh, performance. Great goals, obviously, even just on the setback. You know, Tottenham pulling goals back, we were able to go ahead again. It looked like when it was two-two that oh, you know, I, I you know, couldn't really see that like go-ahead goal again, but you know, they still pull it out. You know, Ronaldo pulls it out. So um, great performance. I think just probably what we need. Ronaldo needs the team needs going into this Champions League game tomorrow. Um, Against Atletico, one-one at the minute. Uh, we're at home, so yeah. hopefully the crowd can get back behind us and um, see us with the win again. Yeah, I think Ronaldo thought that Benzema had to get said, Fuck it, I can <laughs> do Fuck it. Fuck yeah, dude! God, Benzema's <laughs> awesome. It was a, it was a solid. You think solid it was a coincidence that Tom Brady was at the game too? <laughs> that was funny. 
Oh, I did see that. Out of retirement now after that shit. I know, right? He saw him. He was like, how you doing? We're now totally coaxed him back in into playing it. I see, I see all these tweets and they're all like, oh, Tom Brady spent two months with his wife and kids. Yeah, <laughs> <them> kids. <laughs> isn't, Tom Brady, isn't Tom Brady like 47 years old or something? Or something? <laughs> 40, 40, 40, 40, yeah, something, maybe 43 or oh, something. Okay. No, he's old. Really? God, good for him. I mean, that dude takes care of his body too. Okay, so... Yeah, he's 44. Um, yeah, this game, I didn't get to see this live. I, I had a uh, double jujitsu practice, and I was like, you know, United's let me down many a time, so I'll just go. And then I just, every time I, I would roll, I'd look at my phone. I'm like, oh, fuck Ronaldo. Oh, fuck Ronaldo. Oh, I'm like, McGuire owned fucking Ronaldo again. Like, <laughs> just a series of emotions next to a bunch of people that don't give a shit about soccer. So, um, but it's great. You guys uh... – have you guys just accepted that Maguire is just in your team every week? No, I mean Lindelof played bad the uh, last week, so I wasn't mad that Maguire was in. But uh, it was weird seeing Bruno out because he was sick. I was happy that Rashford started because they had all these rumors about him not being happy for playing time, uh, which I don't necessarily fully believe. But whatever. Um, I was just glad. I mean, that's just a great result, and I'm just I'm so pumped and. And this just, like, seriously adds to my argument to Omar. Like, I used to think that Messi was the best player in the world. Messi got – it's just – it's crazy that these guys are so – they're magnets to each other in the, in the weirdest way, right? Like, Messi and Neymar get booed this weekend. Ronaldo scores a hat trick. And then Ronaldo will go on a cold streak, and then Messi will score a fucking free kick, and everybody will praise him again. So, it's just, it's just crazy to see. It's just – it's a weird world of soccer yeah. right now. To that point, Omar, your boy – he goes to he finally goes to a different league. Um, look how he's doing. The fifth best league. Yeah, league I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's a fair like judgment on him yet. Just he's had time. Though. He's had time. He's had time. Yeah. Well, he, he, like, he's he in a super team. Of it. Well, let me let me tell you. No, I agree. But also, it's not like I think the situation is different because it's not like Ronaldo's situation where Ronaldo chose to leave and Ronaldo was genuinely excited. To go try his luck at a new club, Messi did not want to leave. He was forced out of the club due to their financial situation, so he was not happy leaving. He was upset that he had to leave Barcelona. He never wanted to leave Barcelona, so I think that already started in a different way. Where it's not like he wanted to be there in the first place. He was kind of forced. He got broken up with, dude. It's like a it's like a long term relationship. He didn't see it coming. I think it's gonna take time. I think I don't know. He's he's weird. I think he's he doesn't have. I don't know if he has that. He's an amazing. one of the best gifted athletes mm-hmm. of all time. But I always would say this about Ronaldo. Ronaldo, nobody works harder than Ronaldo. Uh, he, uh, Messi got gifted with those with that talent where I think Ronaldo kind of worked for it. I think Ronaldo still works to be where he's at. So I think that uh, work ethic and mentality that Ronaldo has is going to take him higher in a new club than it would for Messi. He, Messi, I feel like he's kind of shy. He's not as outspoken. Or, or for as sure. confident for sure. as, as Ronaldo seemed. So I don't know. I, it's interesting. I'm still not judging the Ronaldo Messi debate just on this past six months for of sure. Messi uh, PSG. I think we'll see how it plays yeah, out. I think I'll judge. I think I'll judge Messi and see how he does this World Cup. Yeah, I'm just super glad he won the uh, Ballon d'Or. Really deserved it over Lewandowski. Um, <laughs> it's just the biggest crock of shit. All right. <laughs> 
Uh, fucking Jamie Vardy got hurt again. I didn't know. I picked Leicester to get a point on this. Uh, Leicester lose 2-0 to Arsenal. I thought Leicester played pretty well. Arsenal played really well. So, scary to see them. They're still buzzing. And they got a big game this week. Yeah, Arsenal won five in a row now, yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 I almost forgot about Leicester. Streak. They're on a cute little streak. Uh, hey, so was Newcastle. You know, Chelsea stopped them, so. <laughs> Yeah, that's not almost a different squad. They're actually, they're, I don't know how to how how else do you say it other than just that they're they're just playing well. They're just actually playing together. They're moving the ball quicker, um, and they're actually taking their chances. So I am a little bit, you know, I'm wary of them for our game on Wednesday. Um, we could be dropping points, but yeah, that's a big game. That'd be a great game. That's a really good game. game. Yeah, because Arsenal obviously were fighting for the title, and Arsenal fighting to solidify that fourth spot. So both teams have all the reasons to go 100% at it. So yeah, it'd be a really yeah. I think Arsenal um, they got that group of young guys, and they seem to have just like a really good attitude. And I don't mean to shit on Aubameyang, but what a great move! I, I think Aubameyang just didn't. It just wasn't working with the locker room that they had. Aubameyang goes to Barcelona. He's killing it at Barcelona, and then Arsenal's doing well too. It's a win-win situation. So, um, it's just a great move by both clubs. There, I thought it was good too. No, it's, uh, yeah, it seems uh, like like, like like stripping the captaincy from Jacker as well. Um, yeah, you mean the you mean red card? Kid? Yeah, I think like he showed like he showed like he can just be a player, do what he does in the game, and it kind of showed in this game. I, I some I just I, I noticed. Um, uh, he didn't have that pressure of oh the captaincy and uh, um, you know he also once he was stripped of it didn't let that maybe at first it did but didn't really let that like hit his ego too much he was able to kind of build back from it and just get back to playing football and, and show and doing what he did best and um, kind of when we all well most of us probably first saw him best under the scene at Switzerland in the um, the World Cup was yeah. 2016. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I thought that was, that was good to see. And, yeah, I think it just benefited the whole team overall. Oh, yeah, Odegaard is just crushing it right now. I mean, he's like, he's yeah. a man on form, probably on one of the best forms in the Premier League at the minute. Um, and he's living up to that hype that was there when he was 15, 16. Like, it's all coming to yeah. fruition. So, hopefully, he stays like one of those players and continues to build on it uh, and doesn't suddenly... Turn into a Jack Wilshere and play in the lower league. <laughs> and honestly, also Thomas Thomas Party was such a such. Yeah, a good he played great that he game. Just, he just now he is. Yeah, now he is. It's over. Yeah, it's over a minute. Solid. And uh, on the script, cap, uh, captain uh, topic has uh, Maguire haven't got stripped of his. Captain no, he's still yet? captain. Um, it's tough. I feel like uh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't think Maguire is necessarily going to get better. I think with more with Maguire, he's he plays his best like in a certain partnership. Like it's not just on him as an individual player. Uh, it's more of who he's playing with um, that that brings out the best in him. So I think you can see a while like in the England team. That's that's probably when he, where he's actually played his best um, mm-hmm. for our national team. Uh, and it just hasn't, you know. I, I know Varane adds another resource of layer to it, and there's been some good stats of it late, but. Um, I still don't know if that's like the best partnership either. So um, we'll see. And that's a good point. So I'm just going to bring that up because people in Spain uh, critique Varane a lot uh, and would say that he wasn't that player that could bring the best out of other players. They always said that he was a player that really relied on Sergio Ramos throughout those years. 
and uh, Sergio Ramos kind of make make him make him out to be a better player mm. than he actually was. Mm. So I feel like he's not the type of player that is gonna bring the best out of yeah. Maguire either. Yeah, I agree with that, Sam. I don't mean to go back to Man U, but who would you like to see the captain band go to if it's? That's not tough. I know they told us a while ago about being McTominay, didn't they? I was like, ah, I don't know. This is. That's interesting. It is. He's young, and you know, I don't know if he's necessarily even going to stay at the club long either. You know, he's he's obviously through the academy. An academy, um, yeah. It's tough. I think of Bruno seems like a little bit of a natural role at the minute. Um, De Gea, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my two picks: is De Gea, and Bruno. Yeah, that's probably why I wouldn't give it to Ronaldo. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm trying to think of the other big guys. Not really, I mean, Rashford, Rashford, maybe, maybe at some point, uh, not now. He should, he should just, he should just wear his NBA medal or whatever he got, like just. Yeah, that was dope. (laughs) Rashford's just going to provide him with that lunch. Good guy, Rashford. I heard he's going to Chelsea to provide him lunches. So, God, yeah, they might need it. They need it. He's going to survive. Hey, hold on. Are you guys ready for this transition? Speaking of lunches, the ham of the West Ham. <laughs> they claim another win in the Derby of the terrible jersey colors. They get a big win over Aston Villa or Villa. Uh, although Villa plays good, Jacob Ramsey, an absolute rocket of a volley in the 90th um, for Villa. So, I mean, Villa takes a loss. They don't get any points, but I think they take a little bit of confidence from this one. Yeah, and I want to say uh, when I, I was I actually got to see this whole game, and I thought, oh, Aston Villa, like I picked West Ham actually when this one, but as I was watching the first couple of minutes, I was like, damn, I wish I would have picked Aston Villa. Then they're gonna kill it. Uh, but then I just want to point out the Yarmolenko goal. I don't know if yeah. you guys want to see that. First of all, beautiful, beautiful goal. But on top of that, it was just such an emotional, mm-hmm. emotional moment seeing a Ukraine player score, and he he, he like just started crying after he scored. So. Honestly, it was one of my favorite goals I got to see. It was just cool. I think it's – is it going on behind you right now? Is that West Ham? No, that's fucking Arsenal against Tottenham in like 2013. <laughs> oh, shit. Never mind. Yeah, is, is that uh, Vertonghen? That's Walcott and – Walcott. Uh, Podolski. Arteta. Oh, Arteta. Oh, yeah. I don't know how this, this fucking yeah. got in. But yeah, oh that yeah, that Yarmolenko finish like the first touch, the turn, the hit, yeah. such a nice goal. And yeah, the emotional aspect to it, you know, he hasn't been playing because he hasn't felt mentally ready to be in a game because of what's been going on at his home country. So yeah, really nice moment for uh, people. Yeah, to he see. seemed to get a spark of uh, like energy and confidence from that. He did another, I mean, a hit side of the net, but he ripped another one in that game. So mm-hmm. um, definitely love to see that. Shout out to West Ham. Uh, that's a big win for them to have. They're still very much in the battle for fourth. I think they're only one or two points outside of United. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, great game for both teams. I think both of them take confidence from this. Um, Both sci-fi favorite uh, for Niles. With the oh, yes. Goal. Thank you, Omar. <laughs> for Niles. Did get a goal. <laughs> oh, nice goal. Great time with that. Christ. All right. Tough week for the Southie boys. Great week for Cucho Hernandez. Watford get a huge three points. With a 2 1 win over the Southie boys, Cucho Hernandez gets both. Yeah, Cucho Hernandez, who is this guy, man? Where is he from? Colombia. Yeah, yeah. I, I, for some reason, for some oh. reason, I paid attention uh, to him at the beginning of the season, thinking, like, okay, this guy looks sharp. He actually looks like he could he could maybe pull through this season. And it seems like it's happening. Um, 
he's had I don't want to say you know it's it's necessarily like the you know the best breakout season um but he really has kind of stood out a little bit for Watford um coming in uh sometimes late as kind of like a, a reliable super sub um but he came through this game here and uh you know both goals whatever one he had to pinch through he stole the 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 I think it was the ball from the goalie or something like that before it got to the goalie um and he had to thread it through it was it was really well placed it was I don't know if you guys saw that but I was I was pretty impressed by him mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's still young. I believe he's 22. God, I'm old. That was crazy. Fuck. Seeing him born in you know what's a crime, though? The fact that Ruben Neves is under 30. That's a crime. <laughs> no, I think Ruben Neves is like 21 or 22. Yeah, he's like super, he looks super old. Is he really? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm gonna tell you. He's twenty. You know, he's not twenty. He's twenty-five. But that's still Who's that uh, old uh, Atletico Chelsea striker? What's his name? Costa. He looked Costa. like a drug lord in his forties. Oh, he, yeah, that, he was like yeah, forty. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, a bull. Goddamn. Yeah. Um, okay, no, Cody. Like uh, just to touch on Southampton, it, pretty much identical to that earlier game in the week where you know they, they go two goals uh, behind, they get a goal, uh, but before the first half, or, yeah, before the end of the first half. You think, okay, maybe a bit build up a little momentum uh, second half, and then it's just uh, kind of a whole lot of nothing. So, yeah, I think that's definitely where Southampton think that they where they need to buy, right? Um, thanks, Omar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but like for United, circa I don't know, twenty eighteen or whatever, we would win a lot of games and take a lot of games back when we'd sub in Fellaini and just rip corner kicks like Southampton. Dude, it's true though. Like Southampton need to buy like a Chris Wood or fucking uh Voot Veghorst or some shit. Just somebody who can get their head in the ball and then just create a, yeah, create some kind of scramble when they go down because Southampton, they don't score a lot of goals. They don't concede a lot of goals, but they've been poor in the beginning of both these games. Um, it's almost like we should bring a Chicharito at this Yeah, point. Cheese Burrito did get a goal this week, and then my boy Sounders beat him 3-2. to Suck it. Go Sounders. <laughs> uh, okay. He's struggling in the MLS, though. He got cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys had a chance to see this game. Obviously, the Tottenham menu game, probably game of the week. But this crazy back-and-forth Leeds-Norwich game, it was insane. Leeds had, I think, seven shots on net, but that's not even a true statistic of how many chances they had. An insane game of back-and-forth football. Leeds get a late win over Norwich, who Norwich scored in the 90th, too. Uh, a ton of missed chances for Leeds. Uh, Jesse Marsh's first win, you could tell it meant a lot to the players, meant a lot to the manager, and that's a giant, giant three points for Leeds and a giant three points to miss for Norwich. And yeah, I didn't get to watch that game at all. So that's that sounds like such an exciting yeah. game. Leeds, Leeds, yeah. they looked like I feel like they should have been playing this entire season. Quick counter attack, um, you know, some of their big names coming up. Uh, big, yeah, Rafinha, yeah, um, Gelhart. You know, he came in as a sub, played really well. He's yep. an exciting young player. I love watching him and his energy. I think he's he's a Scott. Um, so it's it's pretty cool to see him. Um, kind of breakthrough i would say he had a great breakthrough this uh season this this one mm-hmm. but, uh yeah just a really exciting end and i would say more so uh for leads like cody you're saying but man they, it could have been like like you said maybe five six nil yeah th- this one for the fans if you haven't seen this game just watch the highlights because it, it, it really encapsulates how crazy of 
well these chances are. I mean, and just it's beautiful football by Leeds. We all know they're a talented team. Uh, Bamford got the start. He's a little shaky still up top, but he finally is back. Um, so it's a, it's definitely a boost of confidence for Leeds going forward, and especially as an American, uh, I I would love to see an American coach succeed. So uh, definitely going to be a Leeds fan um, for as long as he's there. Matt, that might be a good team for you, Chelsea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> And speaking of that, and the penultimate game of the weekend, Kai Havertz saves the day once again. He seems to get the goals that matter. 1-0 win the 89th minute. Chelsea knocks off Newcastle's big streak, 1-0. Yeah, I love seeing it, man. Kai, like you said, he's coming up big. Uh, we signed him you know, for that reason. Really exciting young player. Um, and I, I would almost say he kind of is – He's. It's, it's taken him a long time to break in uh, to the, to the team. Um, and you know, he has competition up top, like Lukaku, who is not having his best season. So, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited for Kai, uh, just because he's like, like you said, he's making really big plays. He's there, um, when we need him, he's stepping up, um, and just happy for him personally. Um, so fucking thank you, Kai. Cause I was nervous watching this game. Uh, I didn't get to watch it live, unfortunately, but I was, uh, you know, staying on top of it, uh, you know, looking at the time clock and whatnot. So um, just looking down and seeing that we got the three points, huge three points that we needed. Um, I almost feel bad for Newcastle just because they're, you know, rocketing up and they're doing well themselves. But fuck it. You know, I just wanted Chelsea uh, to get those three points and not drop too far um, behind uh, Liverpool. So a bit closer bit closer to city um happy with the result i think the team played well mount had a great game um yeah happy man i was upset because i picked a tie on that yeah. game so when i saw like it was almost a 90 minute I was like, I <laughs> newcastle newcastle go. played really well yeah, yeah they did they, they they played well like man they're an exciting team again none of us thought that the, the yeah who would have thunk yeah right uh so it was cool it was just uh, at least nice to see that newcastle um they're playing well have confidence yeah, I did get to watch this game uh, live, and you know Chelsea weren't really—they didn't have that many like clear chances. It took a while even for uh, Havertz to really kind of have an impact as well. And obviously, well, and- Timo had a chance there, Sam. Did you see that in the, in the penalty shout? Obviously, but he—you know—obviously just world class. Uh, I mean, sensational touch uh, from Havertz that first touch. Oh. I mean, he had like a square footage of yard to like work with. Uh, pinpoint touch and then bang straight into that corner. So, you know, a great goal overall. Um, obviously, he's got Chelsea the three points. But I would have to say, I think he should have got sent off earlier on. Because that, you think so? I think Yeah, that that's a elbow, great point. So. Uh, okay. To Nicky Barnes. Uh, the reason I say that is because it makes sense for a, a much taller player to, to have their arms up and then their, the other guy's head is right here. If they're much taller, like if it's the opposite. Havertz is, is obviously a lot shorter than Nicky Byrne. And yet his elbow is all the way, like, up here. Like, why, why is it up there? Drew blood, too. That's not helping his height jump to, like, head the ball. Tracks. So I think it's a little more cynical than what it led on. Um, obviously, yeah, it did draw some blood. Yeah, oh, and, and I admit, I have bias, I think. Uh, but I, I do think I can see where it, it could have gone the other way as well. Havertz was coming in from a greater distance, so he had to cover more ground, which I think used more momentum going in. But... You know, if it draws blood, if your elbow is all the way up here, I could definitely see the argument for. I think what favors for it is that 
uh, at least at least in the in the VR in the replay, it, it didn't look like he looked over uh, Burns to see where he was. Like he was kind of like eyeing the ball. It, yeah, he, he didn't did. like physically turn his head. His eyes may have saw in his periphery someone was there. Um, um, so I think that probably helped him because if there was a little turn of the head to see a player there, and then he did that elbow, obviously that's yeah. going to show a bit more intense. So um, that probably yeah. saved him. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. I could yeah. see, I could see him being sent off as well. Mickey, did you get a chance to see this game? Uh, yeah, I saw it. I actually watched it. Um, I thought Chelsea weren't, yeah, Chelsea weren't that threatening They're at home. I, there was kind of something lacking in them. Newcastle did look very solid. They looked, they just looked like a team with confidence. I mean, they they looked like they didn't fear Chelsea. Uh, they actually believe they looked like they believed that they could get something out of that game. And ultimately, I think they did. They did deserve something. I think there was one or two chances that Chelsea had that were really good ones that they missed. So they were a little bit lucky. But um, I mean, what can you say about the the Kai Havertz goal, though? Um, the touch to finish. You know, they call him Cobra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So Newcastle. Sure, they'll be disappointed in the result. They got so close to a point at Stamford Bridge, which is never a bad thing. But uh, I don't think they'll look. They'll look too. Do- too disappointed about it. They gave a solid performance, and they're just yeah. And honestly, like we said, everything going on around Chelsea as a club, you know, any good performance right now, I'm kind of thankful for. So mm-hmm. just have any result, yeah, yeah. And then to touch on that, obviously, just the, to play the the team that they play that week, the very week they get sanctioned and frozen other assets, they play Newcastle. You just got bought out, and it's now the most expensive club in in the world. Like it's such a, obviously a huge <laughs> contrast outside of the of the actual game of football. Um, yep. That was just an interesting dynamic on that. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the tweet, but someone, <laughs> I think a Chelsea fan, there was a picture of Kai Havertz like looking over Dan Burns, I think, when he was on the ground. And the, the comment was, oh, Kai Havertz owns your club. And then the guy responded and said, well, no one owns your club. So. <laughs> yeah, it was weird because we thought the, the sponsorship would be off the uh, off the kits on that one too, but they weren't. I thought that was a bullshit. Are you kidding me? It looks like they didn't even make an effort. I mean, I don't know how, how hard it's it is not to take hard. the three It's off. not hard. And then also, you know, the tunnel where they walk out, they had, they had the cardboard with the three on it. Yeah. The word It was the word three. And it yeah. like you just hook it yeah. up. I'm I, like, you made zero <laughs> effort. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. The jersey seem kind of hard though. Like if they're already mass yeah. produced, dude, it's the richest club in the world. Money. You just what is? Are they Adidas? Is it Adidas? Nike. No, no Nike. Nike. But they might not have the money. Obviously, if it's a money problem, it's not a money problem, dude. You get a blank money. jersey. Yeah, yeah. it's very it's somewhere that they, they they basically in all of their kits they had no kits that that were that were without the logos because obviously Hyundai as well obviously pulled out of it as well and they saw on their. Yeah. So basically, I think they said they had no kits with the without the logos on them. So they had to use the kits that they had, and they can't buy more kits because they're assets. So that's the that's, kits with the logos on it still. <laughs> whatever. They're just like another mystery is when uh, Ferran Torres played the yes. Barcelona game yes. <laughs> without like anything on it. Yeah. Why like, didn't Chelsea ask him what he did to get that shirt? <laughs> No one knows what happened with Torres' jersey. I think it gen- genuinely was a mistake. Chavi Chavi did make it. It was weird. He made a comment. It was unrelated, but it was saying like the badge weighs heavy on some people after that game. So I don't know if that was just for his confidence or something. But yeah, that was weird. Um, wow. I mean, let's get to the probably the biggest results of the weekend today. Monday, Crystal Palace draws Manchester City. Uh, great game by Palace. Palace could have won this. 
I don't want to say easily, but their defense and midfield played phenomenal. Their offense put them in a great spot where Manchester City really had to respect the counterattack. Yeah, I, I'm I'm happy. I will uh, say I'm the only one that called a tie on this one. For some reason, I feel like City's um, you know performance they have been shaky, uh, and I thought Crystal Palace might be the ones to kind of get lucky and pull through. Um, so you know, seeing a zero zero, a draw, a huge huge points this uh, this late in the season. Uh, Liverpool is this much closer to to going first, so. Um, just that much more exciting to see City drop points. But, you know, give it up to, to Crystal Palace. Um, they were on the back foot most of the game. Understandably, you're playing City. Um, but in the, maybe the last 10 minutes or so, uh, plus stoppage time, they had just that confidence. Like, we're, you know, we have a real ability to pull through here. Um, and they were going for it. So it was just exciting to see uh, Crystal Palace pull through, get a point. Um, take it away from uh, the leaders of the Premier League right now. So, um, yeah, really happy to see Crystal Palace do what they did, um, and just happy I got an extra point for the for the predictions. So we'll see. Yeah, I can't believe you predicted one. It was like the yeah. one they made fun of yeah, finally being risky. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this: I saw my total, and I'm not excited to get to that corner um, <laughs> of the podcast. But oh, that means we have our segment. Omar's La Liga corner. Omar, Barcelona get another 4-0 win, but find themselves 15 points back still with a game in hand to Real Madrid. How are you feeling about the season? We got the we got El Clasico coming up this weekend. Massive implications. How are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, uh, the lead is still – I mean, we're, we're almost counting that those three points from the game in hand, kind of like I mm-hmm. said. Uh, but I feel like – I mean, the lead, the lead is, is so substantial, but I, I feel like it's not that I think we're going to win, but there's like a slight hope. And I think, honestly, it's all going to come down to this Sunday. I mean, it will still end up being maybe, what, like nine points, even if we win the game in hand, that they'll lead us. So, But at least it makes it like somewhat feel like, okay, maybe it's possible. Uh, but truthfully, Real Madrid are also rolling. Like That's what's so exciting about this game is last uh, Classico, I think it was like – it got some of the worst viewership. Um, and it was Barcelona was at, at his worst point possible when that classical happened. So it didn't even feel like a classical, which now I'm really excited because this is the best Barcelona has been at. Uh, I mean, they, they won like six games over, uh, with four or more goals. And there's big teams. I mean, it was Valencia, Athletic Club, uh, Napoli. Uh, so it's not like we're just beating like Osasuna every time, you know. Uh, they're actually like playing well, and this is the best I've seen them play. I mean, it was like seventy-three procession. Uh, it was Tiki Taka. Danny Alves is looking like he's twenty years old. Um, but the most the thing I'm excited to make it short. I'm most excited about the classic is the fact that Real Madrid is coming coming out of their huge win against PSG. Obviously, the fans are at a high. Our uh, Barcelona fans are at a high. So I think whatever teams wins is gonna is gonna mean much more than. Than it did the first time. Yeah, hundred percent. This is going to be great. I think. Yeah, I think Real Madrid's playing the best they've ever played. Uh, all week. I don't want to say forever, but I mean all season. Barcelona the same. It's mm-hmm. a great clash. And the same four. They've won four of the last five. Uh, Vinicius is killing it. Uh, Benzema's killing it. Um, Modric. Modric. Yeah. Everybody. I mean, hey, everybody's sleeping on the old guys, right? Danny Alves. You're like, oh, what? They're bringing back a soul game. This fucking kills it. Um, 
this is going to be a really great match. I'm excited for it. Uh, maybe we'll do a little like uh, Instagram live from this game. Um, yeah, sure. but I, I'm really excited to see this one. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. you you talk about having a little bit of hope, you know, with, in terms of closing the gap and stuff. But this is also because of where Real Madrid are at, where Barca, as you guys were just alluding to, in terms of how well they're both playing at the moment. Um, it's a good measure to see exactly where you're at. You, you you mentioned beating decent teams, you know, Napoli, Valencia and stuff. But this is like, this is up there. Yeah, so yeah. they're the best, like one of the best in the world. It's a good to your point, Mickey. Yeah, no, that's a great point. I think this is like, yeah, like we're so ha- happy with how Barcelona has been doing. But I think you're right. I think this is kind of like the true test. Okay, like you're good, but like, yeah, how good are you really? Especially the fact that we don't have Champions League. Uh, and obviously, no matter what we do in Europa League, I don't think they'll give Barcelona credit. Like, I think even if we win Europa, I don't think they'll get that much credit for that. Um, but I think beating, beating Real Madrid would be one of those things that, okay, like it'll make some noise yeah. uh, if we're able to. And I'm just yeah. excited because Pedri and Gavi are just looking incredible. Then Bele yeah. had the best game he's had uh, in a really, really long time. Ovations like, from a crowd yeah, that had turned on He them, had right? a beautiful, like Messi-esque, uh, like ball through uh, to yeah, Ferran Torres, Ferran, and it was exciting because Ferran Torres, the last game, I'm not kidding, he missed like six wide open chances that, yeah, that he should have made. Uh, and he scored the first two goals. Um, and so it just it was cool to see him get his confidence back up. Obviously, he's going to be an important player for, for Barcelona. Um, but yeah, Danny Alves, this is funny because we always know every right back that we got, we always said, Oh, he's going to be the next Danny Alves. And it took Danny Alves to be the next Danny Alves. You better, like, you better clip that quote and put that on Instagram because that's the damn truth. <laughs> yeah, he's the goddamn godfather of the right back position. Nobody can tell me otherwise. Uh, I mean, but all right, another interesting point. I don't know if I ever brought up, but I want to hear what you guys think. So, Barcelona for the Europa League, I don't know if you guys heard this. Um, in the winter transfer season, you're only able to add up to three players uh, for Europa or Champions League. So Barcelona bought four players in the winter. They bought Obama Yang, you know, Ferran Torres, Traor, and Danny Alves. So one of those players had to be left out of the Europa League. Um, and Barcelona chose Danny Alves. I and just I, want to give I him a, of a break. I understand that point, though, because, yeah, you want to give him a break. Obviously, he's not going to be able to play all those games. And uh, Traor, Obama Yang, and Torres, they're exciting. But I don't know. Like, I see that point, but I – I almost would have, like, we get to the Europa League final, what better player to have in a final than Danny That's Alves with his, his experience. But, uh, and I feel like we have a lot of players up top, but I don't but know. You I guys, are, you guys, I guys are scoring four goals on a team with the, with the, attack, with the strike force you have. You don't need a defense. And if you're looking <laughs> – no, but if you're looking for, like, uh, a been there moments, you still have PK, you still have Busquets. Those dudes have fucking been there for everything. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, so he knew that is exciting. In the Europa League. Huh? They haven't done it in the Europa League. <laughs> or in a rainy day at Stoke. <laughs> yeah. Um, Omar, did I hear you say Xavi out? Oh, Xavi <laughs> forever. That's a good hashtag. Hashtag Xavi forever. I mean, speaking of players. Man, he's, he's just freaking killing it, man. He's just so, if we should have known. I mean, Xavi was one of the smart, smartest players I've ever seen. Uh, and I feel like those players are like really smart and not as like ego driven, kind of like Ronaldo, Maradona, Pele. Those type of players don't end up always being the best coaches. Uh, I mean, but it's those more like quiet. Uh, how, how would you describe that, Zidane? Like... 
Oh, that's that's yeah. That might be the that might be the one that yeah. kind of breaks that stereotype. Yeah. He is up there with yeah. with those guys, and he was a good coach. So yeah, I wasn't even thinking about him. <laughs> <laughs> and, but like, I'm thinking more about Maradona not, not doing well. Also, if you think about it, Frank, he's a, he's kind of more of a subtle person. So, I, and he had a shite uh, time, and he's struggling now here at Everton. So we'll see how his managerial career goes. Yeah, we got yeah, we got yeah. discuss. Did Actually, we so, so that's funny. We did mention the Everton game, but right when we started top, talking about this pod or this topic, rather, I went to our results. So let's discuss that. Um, Frank Lampard loses again. Uh, Everton sit, I believe. Hold on, they lost one nil to Wolves. They have a big, obviously, every game's fucking important. They have a very tough schedule coming up. Um, they're not in a terrible position. They're they're at seventeenth, right? They have tw- uh, twenty two. Pretty fucking terrible. They're tied with. They're tied with Watford, but they have three games more to play than Watford. Okay. The the team they should be worried about is Burnley, who's at twenty one points. They have twenty seven games played. Um. Everton are in big fucking trouble. I mean, they're lucky that Burnley dropped points this week yeah. because I didn't. Some of these games, I don't see Burnley dropping points. They're gonna get. They're gonna snag that one point. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's not looking good. I would be nervous. If They've I lost nervous. their last yeah. four. I just don't. I just. I actually don't understand Everton's form because you see. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen. I, I saw a little bit of the game and. Their quality is not like they're not playing horrible. They're just not getting the results. If I said about a week ago or two weeks ago that um, Everton lost the game, and I was like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be nervous if I was an Everton fan. Uh, but that was before, obviously, they lost against Wolves, and that was also before I saw their schedule. And it is scary. If you're an Everton fan, I would be pretty nervous and realizing how how big the possibility it is that they could get massive. Um, you know, yes. they're, they're, they're playing, they still got Liverpool, Arsenal, Man United, Chelsea, yeah, I think. Newcastle. Uh, and then other teams, Newcastle, yeah. Leicester. I mean, Two, this is yeah. this is tough. They got three games in hand, but that, I don't, I'm not adding those. Yeah, that's a three, yeah, there's three <laughs> top games in there. And, honest, and honestly, like, even like, okay, you would think that uh, the Burnley, Wofford, and Norwich games that they have, you would on paper think, oh, those are kind of like the easy games. But in their situation that all those teams are, those are not mm-hmm. going to be easy games. Like that Burnley uh, everything game is going to be crucial, and it's going to be Burnley's going to go after oh, yeah. them. And again, some player for player, like we mentioned last podcast. Sorry to interrupt you, Sam. Play player for player. Everton have a top eight team. Yeah, barely. <laughs> but I was going to say just to just to add to Everton's woes here, just so again on this in this uh, article. Um, is that they, they have a, a dual partnership of the ownership of the club, right? They got Farad uh, Mashiri, uh, I guess. Um, there's suggestions that he may sell the club because his business partner is a is a Russian oligarch who's he's been. Whoa! So, um, yeah, there's there's breaking news here, folks. So obviously there's there's still a because there was a partnership, there still is a, a rightful owner who could still keep the club going, keep the assets going on his part, but it's still you know quite significantly left. Because I know I think they put their they have the new stadium plan to be built. Um and, but that's been put on hold. I think for a few reasons. Yeah that's yeah. gonna be one of them. Um You gotta keep Goodison at this point. <laughs> Let's just, let's just so, go play at Anfield. Or Stanford. That's a small-ass <laughs> building, too. 
So I think that's another uh, kind of spanning the rest. Maybe that's a little bit of a behind the scenes kind of problem at the minute. That's maybe not been grossly made public because obviously Chelsea's are, are taking a little cover for that. But um, yeah, uh, obviously just adds to their problems yeah. and uh, uh, probably impacting the players on the field. And yeah, they got great players, but again, they're just not connecting. Even with this Wolves game, I mean, Wolves had a good game, but there were certainly moments where Charleston hit the bar. Like you know, there were moments that didn't go that way, and they they should have. They could have got something out of it, but that seems to be the story of their games at the minute. It doesn't look like it's going to be changing anytime soon. Yeah, it's crazy because they started – I thought they started pretty well this season. Sorry if I keep taking my headphones off. There's a bunch of coyotes just yelping outside my window. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. we got yodis everywhere here. And, uh, I saw, I, yeah, I saw one oh, like uh, not too far away from me, though. Face-to-face, face, right? Yeah, face-to-face. Face. I, wa- I was walking Charlie. Uh, yeah, and it was – what did it say? What did it say? Hey, shit. If I, it ran. Yeah. The thing was, yeah. They're fast <laughs> as shit, too. I'm scared because uh, they said that they saw a coyote in the woods where I walked Bay at. So. Yeah, you got to be careful. Because like, they fuck with dogs, dude. They'll, like, play with dogs. Like, one will play with a dog, yep. and the rest will swarm in. And... Yep. They're smart. Uh, yeah, we're, that was really off topic. All right. Hey, Matt, I know I did really bad this weekend. But how bad did I do? Can we get to our predictions, Maddie? We can. Um, yeah, Cody, I'm sorry to say, you didn't do the rest. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Cody, you remain in uh, <laughs> oh, no. in fifth place. Oh, I just got no notification uh, for my computer is going to die. Um, oh, just th- hey, throw me to the Yotes, dude. <laughs> yeah. Cody, you are you are headed to the Yotes. Um, call you Coyote Cody. Uh, you, sitting, <laughs> you only got seven points this week. Uh, you're sitting at 132.5. Uh, Omar, you are sitting just above Cody. However, you got 8.5 points, increasing the distance between you two. You are sitting at 136 points in fourth. Oh. Yep. Um, Sam. You uh you did really well as well. Uh you did uh you got ten points this week. Oh uh, shit. Yeah. So you did well. You were sitting at 141 points uh in third place. And then uh myself, I got eleven points the most of the week. Thank you. Yeah. Um clap that up just because you you finally you no, got out of your comfort zone and predicted correctly too. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I'm sitting in second place with 144.5 points, uh, decreasing the lead between Mickey and I. Um, Mind the gap. Bear. Barely. Uh, Mickey, you remain in first place, sitting with 149.5 points. God. Dang. Um, 0.5 away from 150. Mickey, you got 10 points this week, and two of those points came from uh, four correct score lines. So, honestly, honestly, respect, respect, Stu. Yeah. Mickey, you're on a roll. I I think I gave you props last episode as well. Well, You better start betting. (laughs) What's the price again? I guess I need to go back. So spending Omar's back. Uh, all right, boys, we got kind of a weird week. Uh, we just kind of have midweek games here. I think we have like one or two on Saturday. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll get to our predictions here. I'll start because I went last uh, last time. Uh, all right, Matt. Um, <laughs> okay, our first game, and I, I will mention the teams mentioned first are the ones at home. So we have Brighton and Hove Albion 
versus Tottenham. Uh, I do go first, so I feel like I'm over-talking here, but I think Tottenham will bounce back. Uh, I want to say two. I'm going to go 2-1 Tottenham on this one. Uh, let's go to – let's go to Mickey next. Mickey. Hi, Cody. Mickey here. Um, I'm going to – Brian have lost five in a row. They've Tottenham. lost five in a row? Wow. Yeah, this this is their worst round. Fuck, and now, man, after being first dude, place, they were bu- <laughs> they were buzzing around for a hot second, right? Oh, man, um, man, I almost I almost became almost. a fan. Yeah. Well, I'm to your boy, the Sumer. He's disappearing like you. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard anything about Basuma. He hasn't called me lately. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> He's out of your life. He doesn't want you in it anymore. Um, I think I'm going to go with a tie on this one. That's what? not a bad pick. Yeah. Yeah, Tottenham yeah. got in first place by a long shot. I'm going to say 1-1. One, All one. right. Michael goes 1-1. One, one. Uh, Edgar. <laughs> Omar, how are you feeling about this one? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to go 2-0. Edgar. 2-0 to Omar's pick for our number one team this year. All right, Sammy boy. Yeah, I, no, I feel like yeah, I like Tottenham for it. Let's say 3-0 Tottenham. Ooh. Ooh. All right, we go to Matt, who's only last because he needed a quick little refill on the Red Revolution. Shout out to Matt. All right, our unofficial sponsor of Black Box, because we just drink that during the podcast. Matt, what's your pick? Uh, I'm going to go. I do think Tottenham will pull this one, but Brighton are still threatening. I think that Tottenham will win uh, 2-1. All right. Uh, I, my one of two, first of two, rather, uh, games of the week, we got Arsenal versus Liverpool. Um, I'm going to go Arsenal 2-1. Ooh. Wow, let's go. He's going for it. <laughs> no, you're not. What are you thinking? What I don't you want thinking? it to happen. <laughs> What is your thought process? You think they're gonna? Yeah, win? I do. Bare, barely. barely. All right, Mickey. <laughs> Mickey, Arsenal versus <laughs> Liverpool. Yeah, I'm actually a bit tired here. Obviously, I go for a Liverpool win on almost all of our games. <laughs> I um, mean, it serves you well, like recently, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's usually a good bet, but this one, I'm, I'm thinking about a draw. Omar, why are you on the ground, bro? <laughs> I, I've been sitting and on, on, like working all day. Oh, okay, I didn't know um, you had a job. Sitting, so I, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get. I'm getting like a little bit of stretching. All right, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm gonna get you stretching. Sorry to interrupt your pick there, Mickey. I was just very curious. Mickey, did you say that you guys are gonna tie? I said I'm thinking about a tie. No, I'm gonna <laughs> take two. The fuck out of here. I respect that. I respect that. <laughs> two one. Liverpool. Arsenal? Liverpool, mate. All right. Omar. I almost want to go Arsenal on this. I joined the team, bro. I'm in last. (laughs) But you know what? I'm going to go with the the Vegas odds. What? I'm going to go with Liverpool as a favorite. I'm going to give them a two to one win. Everybody going two to one so far. Sam, are you sticking with the narrative? Um, yeah, it's a tough game, especially the Emirates. I think this is probably going to be one of the games where Arsenal fans are going to be most hyped for. I think it's going to be- Especially if Gunnar Soros is there. Oh, of course. 
Andy, 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 Liverpool's uh, sloppy you guys think. And he takes his head off and his Meza Ozil underneath. Yeah. <laughs> Real Madrid legend, baby. <laughs> and then he comes in the second half. Uh, I think it's going to be a great atmosphere. I, no, obviously for a Man U fan though, we need like we need uh, we probably want Liverpool to win, right? I mean, hundred percent. We need Arsenal to drop some points here. So um, I do think Liverpool have the edge despite Arsenal's form. Yeah, I'm going to go two one Liverpool. Oh, he's sticking with an narrative two one. Matt, every prediction has been two one with Arsenal's with with how they've been playing. You said I feel like they've been playing well. Um, that's why I want to give this a 2-2 draw. Uh, we're, it's home at Arsenal. we got big players coming up, uh, you know, big in these last couple of things. Lacazette, Martinelli, um, Odegaard, Partey. Um, and like I said, just the atmosphere at home. I think that they could really challenge uh, Liverpool. And Liverpool are looking kind of shaky on the, the counterattack. So um, you got some quick guys up top for Arsenal. So I do think that Arsenal will get a uh, bag too. So like I said, going 2-2 on this one. 2-2. Two, yeah. two. Yeah. Matt switches it up. He goes for the draw there. I don't hate that. I can almost see a win there, man. I, I, That's Arsenal, why I picked man. it, I Omar. That's also why you're last. That's also <laughs> no great point. That is also why I'm last. I'm not going <laughs> to. Oh, God damn. I didn't realize. Everton versus Newcastle. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Sorry, I got to ramp it up here. Uh, I'm going to go 1-1. Oh, that's what I was feeling. Uh, You're for a tie. Newcastle for me. I'm going to say 2-1. Suck it, Everton. (laughs) Why don't you go down so bad? I don't know. I feel like Everton needs this one so well, bad. Well, they've needed all of them. <laughs> but I say, I've said that. I've said that same thing the past two games. Everton, feel like Everton, and, and then I go for them, and it's, they don't. That's why they we're in last, Omar. Like, granted, you're higher that's than right. me, but I, yeah. But I feel like they do need it, but hey, you know what? I'm going to go with uh, the Newcastle. Yeah, Omar, you should, you like, should <laughs> move in, dude. We, we need the third football fan. I'm down, here. bro. I'm gonna give it to uh, Newcastle, three to two. Omar, you're uh, you're staying with us after the stag, right? Yeah. Can go, baby. Hey, let's go. Boys are back I'm in time. Back with you guys. I'm God damn. I'm okay, Sammy. Sleep. Are we doing the podcast live? Uh, in uh, I was thinking so. I was actually gonna bring my microphone. It does. Uh, you can turn it to like a multiple, so it'll record everybody. Um, yeah, maybe. So we could do. Maybe oh, we yeah. have like. Oh, I guess we'll be there Monday, won't we? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll be yeah. there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we can, we can have, we'll, have, we'll have a little live audience too. There'll be like three people in the live audience. <laughs> yeah, I, I say honestly, we should have honestly, we should just get absolutely crippled drunk <laughs> and then just come up with like really funny topics. Yeah. And we don't even talk about what's currently going on. Like we just have a drunk special. Yeah. Drunk special. And then we lose all of our jobs. And Omar loses <laughs> his phone. <laughs> the stack's yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, we're back to this game. I would say I'm going to give a 1-0 win to Newcastle. Wow. Is it? That's okay, do you one. have something to say or are just raising your hand <laughs> for fun? <laughs> we should actually it. use it's that, It's a though, great function, so fucking use it. Uh, I think it's Mateus, right? Um. I kind of want to give this one. 
I don't know. This one, I feel like it could go either way. Newcastle's buzzing right now. Everton, they're not doing so hot. Uh, I'm going to give this one to – I'm going to stick with the 2-1. I'm going to give this one to uh, Newcastle 2-1. Hmm. Yeah. By not doing so hot, you mean they've lost four or five? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. Okay. We got another one. Barn burner. Uh, this is my uh, other pick for the week for the uh, second best game of the week. We got Wolves at home at – where did the Wolves play, Omar? The Malinu? <laughs> Malinu. Wolves at the Malinu versus Leeds. <laughs> Uh, I guess I'm first. Wolves have bounced back. Leeds have bounced back. I don't see Leeds winning this one, though. I'm going to go two to one Wolves. Yeah, I think it'll be tight, but I'm going to say one nil Wolves. Yeah, that was my other option. I may be wrong, but I'm just going to go with the full out uh, open game. I think Wolves get the first goal. I think Leeds will go on full out attack, and I'm gonna say four to three. Wow, seven goal game. <laughs> Jose Sa decides to let some in. Sam, what do you think? I think I might have been watching Barcelona too much, man. It's like four oh, oh, in there. <laughs> yeah, that in 2016 highlights in the background. Is that is that QPR? What who is that team? It looks like QPR. It is QPR. Like, I think it's the same. I think it's the same game. No, it's Arsenal against Tottenham. Oh my god, are you playing an actual? Are you playing a game? A whole game? I didn't mean to. I just put you. <laughs> no, no, get, no. To, we should start a bar where we just play like classic games. That's it. That'd be sick. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll play the current That'd games in the morning. Well. Everybody gets pints and we just get fucking. Oh, you know what would be a great classic game? Barca against Bayern 8 2. That's a classic. We watch that live in, in Denver, Colorado. I won't be there. I won't show up. I don't that was so there. funny. Uh, I'm gonna, and then I went. Man, I can't believe you guys I watched that all live those with fucking me, fits at Bingo because we're the only people that showed up. Yeah. That was hype. That that really like made, made my go. day. Boys are absolutely buzzing. Besides when that one girl walked in in my apartment. I don't. We're getting too far into this, guys. <laughs> I forgot about that. What yeah, that was fucking weird. I mean, we did have like six dudes in one three hundred square foot studio apartment, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> boys will be boys, you know. <laughs> Whose turn is it? It's, <laughs> is it mine? It's my turn. I'm gonna say two nil wolves. Two nil wolves. I'm going three nil wolves. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, give him a three, a three one lead. As Kanye West would say, controversial right now because he just got shit on. Right I'm surrounded by the fucking wolves. Okay, Aston Villa. Thank you, Matt. Aston Villa or Villa versus Arsenal. Um. Arsenal play again? Yeah, yeah oh, they're really making up for game. games. Yeah. Wow. Tough, tough week for they're Arsenal. Back back. Yeah, I think this is going to be tough, especially after the Liverpool game. Um, I don't know about this one. This one's hard. And it's at Villa Park? Yeah. I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. Damn, he said 1-1. One, one. I was thinking of tie too. Uh, I think we beat Arsenal Wednesday. I think Arsenal bounced back against Villa. Duh. The one thing they don't have, though, Mick, is they don't have a ton of depth, I don't think. I mean, I could be uh, – listen, I'm in last place. Don't take my word for it. But Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, it's a good point. I still think – yeah, 2-1 Arsenal. That's what I had to, to be honest. 2-1 to one Arsenal. Yeah, same. I had 2-1. 
I also had two on. Matty Cash, can I call on you for an injury update on our boy uh, Jamie Vardy? Yep, I'll, really yeah, I'll get on it. I can't predict this game without knowing where Jamie Vardy is. I know he hurt his knee. <laughs> they literally only win when he's in the team. But what's your score without Vardy? Well, that's not accurate, though. Vardy, early April, so not too far. So he's out. Oh, <laughs> wow. Give it, that, give it to the buzzing boys. 2 1 Lester. <laughs> yeah, Vardy's out. I don't give a fuck. They're going to get the dub. I'm, I was actually thinking 2 1 Lester as well. I'll say 1 0 Lester. Oh, you don't think Bradford will score? Okay. I do not. I do think uh, Ivan Tony will score. I'm gonna give it one nil. Oh, we got it. We got a cameo right now. We got a kitty cat in here. That's a big boy or girl. I don't. Uh, he is. A, he's a bit of a chubby one. He Look, is man. chunky. Really? He's looking I'm big. getting Louis screenshots. I'm gonna post this live on Instagram. Sheesh. <laughs> uh, I'm actually gonna go. I'm gonna go one one on this. Damn, am I crazy? You're crazy, Cody. You're crazy. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1. Lester. All right. We got our, our last game of the week here. Uh, and God damn, this is one of our longest podcasts, which is funny because we only have like six games. Um, we really got into it, boys. I'm proud of you. It was, it was a Chelsea special. Yeah, it was a special. Chelsea special. Um, Tottenham versus West Ham. London Derby here, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, with my uh, soccer geography. It's a London dub, yeah. yes. Thank you. Uh, I got Tottenham bouncing back from this one. I'm going to go 3-1 Tottenham. Yeah, this could be a lot of goals in this one. And I can see it going either way. But I'm going to say 3-2 Tottenham. As uh, Cody likes to say, the battle of the hands. Thank you. I'm going to give it to West Ham 2-1. I love ham, Omar. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of want to give it to Tottenham just for the Kane and Son partnership. Um, Kane and Son, baby. Kane and Sons. That's where you get attacked in a car accident. Have you had asbestos? <laughs> Life alert. They do everything. Yeah, whatever. Um, I kind of, again, I'm going to give it to Tottenham 2-1. All right. Yeah, I'm the only one that went with the West Ham boys. What's that? The Hammy boys. I'm the only yeah. one that went with the West boys. Yeah. It has to be you, Yeah, man. or it's no, going to be good. Be able, who knows, man? Goddamn. <laughs> well, that about wraps it up, everybody. Um, again, every week we appreciate every listener we have. Um, if you ever have a question, Buzzside Number Five Podcast on Instagram, please reach out. We react and and talk with everybody we can. Uh, we really just enjoy doing this as as fans, as friends, um, as just general humans. Uh, we will be going on a little bit of a, a of a trip here soon for a little stag do. Uh, so we're very excited to do. Uh, we're gonna I'm gonna call it here. We're gonna do a live podcast. Ooh. Um, it's going to be a goddamn shit show. I'll come up with a bunch of stupid topics, um, like top bald players or something. And, uh, well, you know, whatever. Zidane's first, Rooney's second. I'm counting them. Um, 
But anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. We are the Buzz Side 5. We really appreciate every one of you. Uh, we love you, and uh, we'll see you next week for the next episode. Peace. One love. Hey,